Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, welcome to another episode of When the Scriptures Become Real. Get a podcast where we learn, where we study, where we grow. We try to become the best versions of ourselves as we can as we serve our Lord. Uh, Just some quick news before we get started uh, with the podcast today. I know that people have been having some problems with... um, with the iTunes account and maybe Spotify as well, um, but I'm lear- I'm working to fix that today. Um, I'm actually working on switching uh, the host, so I'm getting into some technical stuff here. But uh, once I'm able to switch that, which I hope can be done today, then the podcast will be available everywhere where you can get your podcast. So I mean, we're talking Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, anywhere that you can get your podcast. Hopefully, you'll be able to find. Uh, when the scriptures become real on there. So thank you for your patience and let me know so I can uh, fix this. I appreciate that. So just for the next couple minutes, I think a topic that I want to bring up today is I can't forgive myself. I can't forgive myself. You ever thought that before? Like as a, um, as, as a Christian, have you ever thought, man, there's some things and it's not like you don't know you're forgiven, right? It's not like you don't know that. And it's not like you don't know that maybe, uh, it, you know, the other person has forgiven you or uh, at, or that God himself has forgiven you, right? You know those things for a fact. But the only thing that you can't do is you can't forgive yourself. So someone else may have forgiven you, right? Which is great. God, we know he's forgiven you, right? But you have to forgive yourself. That's a part of the forgiving process. And so, you know, we're going to talk about, you know, I can't, I can't forgive myself. You know, when, when you think about, um, when we think about the past, the past can hurt, right? All of us have a, a part of our past that we're not proud of. And all of us have a part of our past, um, that we wish you could go back. You ever, you ever think that before? It might just be me, but especially knowing what you know now, don't you wish you can go back to a certain period of time and just change it? Just be like, man, if I would have done this, or if I would have known that this was going to happen, then I could have done this. You know, I could have been ready. You know, I think about those things in, in my mind sometimes. And I, it's, it's good in a sense for perspective, to see the Lord's providence of how the Lord has helped you through. It's also good in perspective to see how you've grown uh, spiritually and how you've grown in general, right? So that's always good. But looking in the past for too long, especially, obviously, when you look back, you can't change anything. Looking in the past for too long can be detrimental detrimental, uh, to your health and to your future because you're always wishing about things that, possibly you can't change it's not in your control anymore you know you can't do anything and that's hard for some people to accept and I'm one of those people you know sometimes uh you know you think about um you think about athletes right you think about you know they they think about the shot that they missed 20 years ago when they've won plenty since after that 
But the thing they can't rem- they can't get out of their mind is I should have made that one though. I understand I made the other ten, but I should have made that one. You know, and that kills them because that's why they work so hard now because they can't change the shot that they missed before. And I think it's the same way with us. You know, yes, we progress. Yes, we get better. Yes, we do better. Yes, we try to be the best we can. But the better that you get in your future, the better you wish you would have been in the past. You see what I'm saying? And so I get that way as well. You know, I feel like I've grown uh, in the past few years exponentially for myself. But then you start comparing yourself now to who you used to be. And then you start thinking, man, I should have been stronger here. I should have been this here. I should have been that here. Well, you know, you learn from it, right? And it's hard because you can't change something that already happened. And so so how do we forgive ourselves? What do, what do we do? Well, I, I want to look at this really quick. Let's go to the first John. And this is a passage that I think gets misinterpreted a lot. Um, so we're going to study this. But again, if you're new to the podcast, this is what we do. You know, we obviously uh, study some problems and we study things that we're all going through. But at the same time, we use the scripture to help us answer those things for those things. And, and, you know, we let the Bible talk and we really let the Bible do the healing. You know, we don't use uh, what's popular. We don't use, uh, you know, a whole bunch of worldly articles, which I mean, those are helpful at times. But we use what the scripture says. Right. So let's go to first John. First John, let me get my thing open here, chapter 1, and I want to start in verse uh, number 7, right? The Bible says this, if we walk in the light as he is in the light, then we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. I've heard kind of this verse portrayed as this, Jesus was perfect, correct? Yes. So, their um, their definition of walking in the light is, imagine, this is kind of how they paint it. So, imagine you're walking down a path. You remember um, the Wizard of Oz? And you remember that path that she had to go on? So, imagine you're on a path, right? And that path, it was a golden path. So, imagine you're walking on that path, and let's say that path is the light, right? So, you're walking, and you're doing perfect. But then... After you're walking, then you stumble and you fall. And so then you go on the grass. And so then you start walking on the grass for a little bit. And then you kind of graze back and then you start back on the path. Then you fall again and then you go on this side and you fall on this side of the grass. Right? And so then imagine your life as constantly going from this side to the light, to this side, to the light, to this side. How stressful is that? You see, here's how some people portray that. They say if you're not walking um, perfectly at all times, then therefore you're not walking in the light. That's not what this means here. Remember, we and, and see, this is how limited their minds are because the blood of Christ is stronger than what we give credit for. The blood of Christ it not only saves those in the future that will obey, but it's also saved those men and women of faith in the past. And it continues to do that for you and I to this second. So the blood of Christ constantly 
flows. And so think about it this way. Instead of that path, think about it this way. And I've heard it, and this is how it was described to me. Think about you're in a bathtub. And you ever seen those bathtubs with the tiles on the side, like the white tiles, right? So imagine that you're in the tub and you're really dirty. I mean, extremely dirty. But imagine that that tub, every single tile that is around you, let's say every single tile is made up out of soap. And then let's say as the water flows, you have your own piece of soap as well. And so you're, you're showering and you're getting all that dirt off. But then everything around you continues to cleanse you, right? And so you have that constant cleansing. Now, have you ever seen those videos where people prank one another and they'll be they'll be at the beach or whatever and they'll be washing their hair and they get done and then somebody on top keeps putting shampoo and they think the shampoo dispenser keeps going but it's really somebody else? Think about this. This is what Christ does for us. If we repent, if we confess, and if we repent, guess what he is faithful and just to continue to keep doing? He will continue to keep cleansing and he'll continue to keep washing. And so imagine we're still in that tub and that dirt represents sin. And so let's say that I sin. So I get a little dirtier, right? But if I repent, confess, guess what continues to clean me? The blood of Christ. So forgiving ourselves I know for sure it is a very hard, there's things I've done that's hard to forgive myself for. But one thing I have to remember too is Christ continues to forgive every single time that I'm humble and I repent to him. And so forgiving ourselves, it's, it's not a thing you get over in a day. It's not a thing you get over in a year. It's not a thing you get over after a couple, after a couple years. It's, it's a process that you have to go through. But one thing that I don't want this to do to you is I don't want this to hold you back from your future because your past can hold you back. Think about this. Notice notice the next verse here. If we say, verse number eight, if we say we have no sin, then what do we do? We deceive ourselves. So if we have this perfect mindset that, oh, I'm always I'm always in the light and I've never sinned. You deceive yourself because you don't know who you are. And the truth is not in us. But watch verse number nine. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to do what? What are we talking about? To forgive us our sins. And notice the comforting words that he gives. He could have stopped the verse there. And said he's faithful and just to forgive our sins. But notice how he continues that. I am faithful and just not only to forgive your sins. But I'm faithful and just to do what? To cleanse from all unrighteousness. So when you think of the word cleanse. You think of something that doesn't have a blemish. But God you know I'm going to fail. And you know I'm going to fall. And you know I faltered. And you know I have failed. If you're faithful and just to forgive and repent and confess, guess what I'm going to do every single time? I'm going to cleanse you and I'm going to keep cleansing you and you're going to get up and you're going to keep walking in the light. You see, here's the thing about walking in the light. It's not a 
in and out, in and out, in and out. If you're a Christian and you're walking in the light and you stumble, if you repent, guess what you guess where you still are? You're still in the light. So it's not like you're tap dancing in and out of the light. And it's not like the Lord is looking at you saying, man, he fell again today. He's out the light. Oh, well, he's back in. Oh, well, he fell again. That's not the type of God God is. And that's not that limits the power of Christ's blood as well. And so remember, we're talking about forgiving ourselves, guys. Here and here's just, and I know I like to use these, but it's something that everybody can relate to, right? Think about this. Think about uh, my favorite movie of all time. Well, favorite Disney movie of all time, uh, The Lion King, right? Y'all remember when when Simba was grown and he left and he didn't think the people at his home wanted him back, and so he left and Nala came to find him. And all this stuff. And he said, no, forget you. I'm not coming back. There's no reason for me to go back. Right? Why would I go back? And so he was afraid of his past. But then remember, first of all, his, his father said, you need to remember who you are. And then second of all, remember Rafiki hit him with the stick? And he said, why'd you do that? And he said, well, the past can hurt. But you got two choices with the past. You can either stay there and keep getting hurt over and over and over. Or he threw the stick again and Simba ducked. And he said, or you can learn from it. So what are you going to do? You know what I mean? So you can you can stay there and you can wallow in the path. And let me tell you, you can wallow there, but it's not going to help you get anywhere. Right? Remember in Luke 15 with the prodigal son? And remember when he found himself in the mud? You know, he had two options. I can stay here in the mud with these pigs. Or I can get up and I can go home. I can go to my father. I can go back where I belong, right? You see, you know, it takes strength and it takes toughness to when you sin to keep getting up. Because you know where Satan really wants you. He wants you down. He wants you to wallow. And the biggest thing Satan wants you to do is he doesn't want you to, to remember who you are. He wants you to remember who you were. Y'all see what I'm saying? He doesn't want you to remember who you are. He wants you to remember who you were. And so when you remember who you were, you don't know who you are. And so I remember I had a friend I used to tell uh, a while back, well, not not too long ago, but I would always tell this person, look, you, you need to remember who you are. I understand, you know, maybe you've done X, Y, and Z in the past. I understand that. And you can't you can't take that away because it's already done. So you'll have to live with the consequences and you'll have to be strong. But at the same time, you need to remember who you are. You're a, you're a, um, you're a son of the king if you're a Christian, right? You're a daughter. You, you know, you're a princess of the king, right? And don't let Satan take you back to your past to keep on reminding you of who you used to be. Because if he does, then guess what? You're always going to think you are. Well, I'm always that guy. I'm always going to be that girl. Right. So we, we need to learn from these things. So forgiving yourselves, guys, it's a process. It, it doesn't happen, you know, instantly. But it happens over time. But it also happens if you have the Lord walking with you by your side. He's got to be there because if he's not there, guess who's going to walk next to you? Satan is. He's going to keep telling you, you can't serve in the kingdom. You know who you used to be? You can't. There's no way you can be with a man or a woman like this. You know who you used to be? 
You, you can't affect the kingdom. The Lord can't use you. You know who you used to be? So you might as well just come back over with me because the Lord can't use you. How can the Lord use you for your glory? Look at you compared to these other Christians. Who are you going to be, right? And we listen to Satan and we let him take us right back to that mud and we sit right there with him, right? Continue to keep going and to fight along with the Lord, right? If we walk in the light as he is in the light, then we have fellowship one with another. Thanks, guys.